Hey everybody, welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad, episode number 42. I am Eric Smith, and I'm here as always with Dustin Lopez looking at his phone. Researching. Researching what? Uh, how to um, be a part of a tuxedo program. What does that mean? I'll explain it later. Different podcast. Okay. How's it going? That's the second time, by the way, I got yelled at today for being on my phone. Yeah? Yeah. Well, you're always on your phone. Am I? Yep. Really? Yeah. I mean, you're on your phone a lot when we're recording. Well, usually it's to look things up, though. Whatever you say. Do you feel like I don't engage with you enough? I don't know. Sometimes. Should I ask you more questions? Mm, I don't know. Do you want to know why I got yelled at before? Because you were on your phone. Yeah, but I know where I was. Where were you, the doctors? The Cleveland Aquarium. What? Yeah, somebody recently told me um, that an analogy of the Cleveland Aquarium is that um, compared to like the Atlanta uh, Aquarium, that the Atlanta Aquarium is like SeaWorld versus your dentist office aquarium Mm -hmm. is like the the Cleveland Aquarium. If your dentist office aquarium hasn't been cleaned in three months. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) It's not great. Yeah, so not just, for just not it. for the amount of money that they're charging. To no, go. twenty dollars is far too much. Yeah, I'll wait for some wedding that I'm DJing to have their cocktail hour there, and, and then stroll through. Yeah, did you pay to go? Yeah, and you brought Mateo. Yeah, it was my friend's um, birthday today, so shout out to Andrea. Um, I don't think that she listens, but uh, that's because she's a bad friend. Some friend, yeah. Um, but uh, it was her birthday today, and Melissa and I. Um, I've been trying to enjoy our last several days before the new baby comes with our current baby. I'm just kind of bonding and letting him know that we can do fun things and, you know, that kind of stuff. Because I think he's blissfully unaware at this point that another baby's coming. Mm -hmm. Even though he does this thing now where, like, Melissa says, hey, where's the baby? And he lifts up his shirt and points to his belly. So. Mateo's pregnant? Apparently. You think so? Congratulations. Thank you. It's twins. And twins. Um, so what's, what else is going on? We haven't talked for a while. Oh, my God. Like the last four, like three or four weeks, I feel like. It's been it's been a while since mm-hmm. we've recorded. Yeah. We were supposed to record. I know. Somebody didn't show up. No joke. I am an <laughs> asshole. Like, I have no idea. Like, you don't. Oh, man. I can't even complain about it. I, I resolved to stop complaining about how busy I am. I've just been very productive lately. Okay. Do you want me to complain about it for you? Sure. I mean, I've just been trying to focus on the fact that I've been getting a lot of things done. There's been a lot of change, both financially, work-wise, family-wise, all that kind of stuff. And it's difficult to manage that all at the same time. Yeah. It's been difficult. Okay. There have been a lot of times where I just feel like everything's like going crazy. All right. I'll just find some passive aggressive way to take it out on you. Basically. It is a cool test though. So Eric and I took a test a little while ago and we both picked um, from eight faces and he picked number one and I picked Number eight. Does it have a name? Is there a link that we can put in the show description for yeah, people to do it? Yeah, um, it's. I'm probably not going to pronounce the last name properly, but it's the Sant 
Zondi test, or it's S-Z-O-N-D-I. So the Zondi test, Mm. um, and it reveals kind of like your deepest hidden self kind of thing. But I'll send you the link. And you can kind of put in there. It's it's actually really kind of neat. Melissa and I did it in bed the other night. We did the test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Um, and, yeah, I'll send that over to you. You can link it up. Pretty yeah. neat. I Yeah, I guess. I just don't understand why anyone would pick a different thing than what I picked. I, I did. Yeah. Um, how have you been? Tell me about the last few weeks for you. Um, just been, I don't know, stuck at home for a little bit. I went, uh, I, had, I went on a bachelor party last week. How was that? Um, it was good. How did, how to, did June like that? She didn't love it. Uh, I mean, she's the one that told me to go. Like passive aggressively? No, there's nothing passive about June's aggression. <laughs> so she told you to go and with love. Yeah, she's like, oh, you need to go because I couldn't, I can't make it to his wedding. Yeah. So, you know, he told me about three weeks ago, hey, here's the plans for the, the bachelor party and found some plane tickets. And June's like, yeah, you should probably go because it's a friend from college that's been up here a bunch and I've never gone to visit him in, in D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the bachelor party was in Charleston, South Carolina. So last left early last Thursday morning and came back on Sunday. And yeah, it was clear by Friday that June was pissed. Hmm. (laughs) Like she had made a mistake and regretted telling you to go. Yes. Because she's pregnant and has two children. Right. And that's a lot to manage. Correct. And then she needed help. And she felt bad because she wanted to work, but then she's putting a lot onto the au pair like more so than normal, like she had to work late Thursday and Friday, and then she had her work on Saturday, and then um, on Sunday my flight was delayed several times, and I missed I missed my first connection because of my initial flight. Were you flying through Nashville? No, I was flying through Philly. Oh. Um, was it weather-related? No. No, the first flight was just was delayed just enough. It's my connection. I had uh, like t- half an hour. A connection in Philly, but it was delayed just just enough. I ran to my gate, and they're like, "Sorry, it just left." Ugh. So then they got me on a a flight at like I don't know what time, eleven something, and then that got delayed. It kept getting delayed, kept getting delayed. So Ugh. then there goes my whole. Saturday. So I was supposed to be home at ten a.m. on Sunday, and I didn't get home until three p.m. So then June had to find a, a babysitter for a portion of the day while she's trying to go to work because mm-hmm. she doesn't want the au pair to have to work anymore. Um, Is there a limit on the amount of hours that the au pair can work in a week? They're, you know, according to the program, it's 45 hours. Ooh. And, you know, they can, it, you can ask them to babysit or, you know, work more than that and you pay them extra. Totally up to them. But as far as the program is concerned, they're only supposed to work 45 hours. That's kind of like, that's not a whole lot of hours to work with, though. I mean, it that's it's a ton. I mean, you go to work at what time? Like, if you if you go to like, okay, let's not talk about you. Let's talk about an average person that goes to work at, you know, eight, and they leave at five. Okay, I mean, you're you're still not hitting forty five during the week. That's nine hours. 
and, plus travel. And I mean, how do you not hit 45 hours? That's five days a week is times June nine is 45. And I, June and I are overlapping. I know you two are. I'm just saying for an average person that would want to have an au pair. I don't know, man. F and work it out. You know all this stuff before you get an au pair, so you got to figure it out ahead of time. Or yeah, you could, I mean that's just the limit. Or, or if you know you're somebody that just has a lot of money and that's why you have an au pair, you just say, "Hey, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to pay you a bunch of extra money mm-hmm. to do that." Do au pairs ever like that are in your au pair situation ever have like a like a side part time job? Um, are they allowed to? I don't know that they're allowed to. Oh, interesting. They do have to. They have to get some credits. So they have to go to school at some point during their year. Oh, wow. Um, so she has her first class or introduction for an e, uh, AS, what was it? Uh, ESL. ESL. Yeah. Next, next week. Um, and we're trying to get her to go places and, and meet other au pairs and stuff. And What um, country is she life. from again? Um, from Colombia initially, and then she, you know she's from Panama. Oh, okay. Just trying to think about if I know any other... Colombian people? I used to, but they moved back. Panamanians? I don't know any Panamanians. In any case, that's really, all it's really like interesting. Any, any Spanish-speaking. Yeah, for sure. But, but also we're trying to, you know, she was hanging out with a German au pair the other week. Um, and she enjoyed that. Lots to talk about. I guess, yeah. But yeah, and we're trying to get her to drive. I, I think she, I don't know if I... Told you about this. I think in her like application and when we interviewed with her, she may have exaggerated her driving um, capabilities. Okay. She was not good at it. We've, I mean, we've been practicing with her a lot, but she was, she was super slow, super nervous. And June had like all this stuff lined up for her to go to, you know, uh, this week you're going to go to swimming practice or swimming lessons with them and, and do this and do this. I was like, June, you got to cancel all this stuff and move it back. Yeah. So if she's not comfortable, I don't want her driving around with the kids. Right. Like you can't put that much pressure on her right away. But overall, it's been a good experience. It's been good. She's much more comfortable driving now. And <clears throat> we've got her, like, she went some places yesterday for the first time and drove to the gym. So that's great. It's a learning thing. She's getting comfortable. It is kind of interesting. Like, and so it only lasts a year. Mm hmm. And like, then you have to reacclimate yourself to somebody else who mm-hmm. you have to go through the same experience again. Do they ever? They ever allowed to go for, you know, extend an additional year or something? They're yeah, they're allowed to like they can choose to stay with the same family for another year if they want. If, and if there's a parties. limit of two years, or yeah, there, I know in some situations like, um, like somebody else, like with a, you know, a rich family, or whatever, mm-hmm. they're like. Why don't you just stay with us for another another year? This is what we'll pay you, like a salary. Mm-hmm. Well, that happens. And then June, I mean, June just ended up staying. She, I think she went to a few different families. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't love it when you kind of, like, defect out of it and just stay in the country. That's not really what it's meant for. What is it meant for? Um, I don't know. Cultural stuff. Mm. Educational experience. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're supposed to go back to your own country eventually. Interesting. But, I mean, June's been here for an extra 15 years. The process has to be 
kind of extra after that. I mean, you have to find work and then go through the yeah, she, she, green card situation. I don't know what kind of green card she has right now, but she extended her green card. And I think we got a couple of years on that, but we need to... Uh, I've been working through the naturalization process, and right now I have, I've been, I'm stalled because I have to go pick up a wedding marriage certificate. So we have to do all that because it's not like sitcoms. It's not like you get married and then they get to stay here. I know. I had I have very good friends. You have that to go through it, the whole process. It, it speeds up your process, like you you know. Right. But Wait, she's getting married. My, I'm talking about June. Oh, yeah. Not the au pair. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a long process. Mm-hmm. Margaret Wong's office is is based here in Cleveland, and they're a great firm. So. Cool. Anybody that's looking for a immigration lawyer. Yeah. Um, in any case, well, that sounds great. Anything else happening? No new stuff? How's the pregnancy? She's still angry. Yeah. Well, this is there, too. <laughs> the third is second and third, like second and like... All of them. Really? Because the first one well, wasn't the first really one like, a little bit. Yeah, once it's. I it's feel like there's so much excitement around the first one. Yeah, and that masks a lot of the. Oh, you're talking about the baby in general, not the first trimester. I'm talking about like the first baby. Okay. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of there's a broad range of emotions. But mm. on that second one, it's almost all anger all the time. Yeah. And that's. Probably because you know, like, what it's about. Mm-hmm. Did I already tell you the and example that my buddy June, gave me? June's, like, extra angry, maybe because, like, I'm saying no more, that she's just, like, extra mad all the time. No more babies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah we're in the same boat, but Melissa's not angry about that, I don't think. Mm. She's just angry. I mean, I wouldn't want to have a, a big hump in front of me for nine months and then have it go away. Have to go through like surgery and all that kind of stuff. That's and then all the emotions and yeah. I don't think that has anything to do with the anger. Oh, it's yes, just the it hormones. No, it's hundred percent. I don't think June's looking ahead like, oh, I can't believe I have to go through this surgery. Like, oh, it sucks. No, well, that's probably part of it. It's part of the, all the emotional. I don't toll. think it is at all with June. I don't, I don't think that's where any of her anger comes from. You're just saying she's angry. She's just angry. Hormones. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying is the hormones and stuff like that. That's all part of it. It's part of what you were saying. I'm saying the other part is wrong. There's no like. Well, I'm just, yeah. I mean, not, not everybody gets a C-section. So it's like, yeah, of course. Well, June loves that she's getting a C-section. Does she? Yeah. I saw a video like, on it the other day. It's like so easy, in and out. It's Did like, you see the video? Like that little animation? I was there for the, f- the first no, two. You watched all of it? I I... I saw too much the second time. You're joking. You saw like inside of her? Yeah, I have a picture on my phone. Do you want to see it? Of inside of her? Yeah. No. I said it too low. Oh, geez, Louise. They were, no, they thank were holding you. holding up the baby and they're like, take a picture. No. My pictures were over by like the bassinet. I can't even look at it. Like, it's no. in my phone. I don't even know how to delete it at this point. No, that's that's no good. That would really bother me. I mean, I almost passed out because I saw too much. Did you not almost pass out? No, that's fine. Oh, man, I don't know how you did that. 
Did you see the placenta? Uh, I, I tried not to look. I just got the picture. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, it's, I saw the whole th- the, this animation the other day, and, like, it showed the whole thing. I'm trying to find it real quick. But, like, I didn't realize how much cutting and how much, like, stitching and, like, and it's a pretty quick process from my understanding. But, like, it's involved. <clears throat> Here it is. Like, I watched this whole video. It's like, we got to post that. It's like, it's an animation, right? And, like, they talk about how, like, they're, like, showing you and, like, they're doing, like, the epidural in the animation and everything. Like, it's, it's, like, involved. I couldn't see the real thing, though. Like, that would bother me. That would really bother me. Like, that's what they do. Like, that's how they prep them. All right. You can, you can stop pointing that at me. <laughs> they put the gas. It's an in. animation, but still, just ugh. But look, there's a lot of cutting. Come on, man. Okay. So, in any case, that's actually, I'm, I'm a little, like, nerved out now. Um, did you just play a sound? No, I, oh. I hit record. Oh. Um, so the, the whole part of the first part of this, we didn't, we've been no, talking. I, that's just the back. I'm, that's I'm the backup. So she's angry. Melissa's angry. Every nine month pregnant woman is pretty much angry. What else? That's it. Um, How's the house? Oh, oh, on the last, the last episode, you're talking about uh, Mateo going into his room for the first time. Oh yeah. So the whole house the is switched room. around now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have to post pictures. Okay. I'm so horrible. I'm so horrible. It's fine. We switched. the nur- Well, this nursery staying the nursery. The guest room became Mateo's room. The office became the guest room. The downstairs became the office. Like, I have a basement. Do you have four bedrooms? Well, I had a, I had a sunroom. It had glass doors on all sides, mm. like on the two sides. It had, like, sliding glass doors. And so I just took out the sliding glass doors and built walls. And I built a bedroom back there. Okay. I just built a little closet. And um, it. my mom came into town last weekend. Oh, my gosh. She was like an absolute godsend. She did like so much. And she did like painting. And she like motivated the crap out of me um, to do like so much. And we just knocked out like every little project on the first floor that I had had on a list for mm. like a year was done in a weekend. I changed all the outlets in the kids' rooms which I've been putting off forever. I mean, it was just like thing after thing. Yep. And now he's he loves his room. I got this beautiful like big blue shag carpet. The only thing is I need to keep the doors closed because the dogs will pee on it if they get the chance. Yep. He, and he slept all right in it? Yeah. I mean, no he, sleeps, he slept till 9 o'clock today. That's pretty good. I was happy. How yep. are the kids adjusting to not having to go to daycare? They're been fine. They don't. They don't think about it. I don't know. Bo isn't like. I mean, he's but he was there for like a couple of years. Yeah, I know, but kids just forget like that. Do they? Yeah. You so, don't retain those memories, right? That's like if we, he were to see his friends, yeah, he would remember them probably. Yeah, but he's not like thinking about them. Like oh, I miss this, blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. Um. Just the other week, I just was, you know, rolling through some of the kids in his class's names to see if he would remember. And mm-hmm. He was remembering, but 
Have you been uh, watching any of the new stuff on uh, that's come out on Disney Plus? What's uh, Ice Age came out on Disney Plus? Yeah. Why? Because they own Fox now. Yeah. Oh, I don't like crossing those streams. I don't like Ice Age. I was just wondering if you were going to watch like final season of Star Wars Clone Wars. Um, uh, Ice Age. I don't really care for Ice Age at all. I don't like Ray Romano's voice. Ice so. Age was a big movie for me in college. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know why, but we'd always watch Ice Age the night before uh, finals oh. to procrastinate. Interesting. Always, every time. So that's 2003 mm-hmm. ish, no, right? 2001? Um, probably, th- probably three. It's like early 2000s. Yeah. When Ray Romano was big. Mm hmm. Yeah. Dennis Leary. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I don't like Ray Romano's voice at all. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. I, I don't like the sequels when they brought in, like, dinosaurs and stuff. I'm like, you guys are getting this all wrong, and you're going to screw kids up. Yeah. It is funny how that happens. There's this one scene in, in um, Frozen where they're, like, about to see the ice castle, and, like, the animation is, like, a wall of, like, just a straight-up, like, frozen, like, um, wall of stone. And then all of a sudden, like, Olaf finds, like, a like a, a hidden passage and it wasn't there before. Like you can go back and compare and it's like, come on, let's tell a real story here. You know? Yeah. I hate that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, we don't need to get into frozen again. I know. I feel like every, every podcast I'm shit. I watch it every freaking day. We'll stop. Do you know t- Pixar's only made 22 movies total? Yeah. yeah. That's like not, I thought that they were like, Way more than that. Mm-mm. No, because you probably like some of the Disney ones aren't Pixar. Also, yeah, I'm just talking about just Pixar movies. Yeah, like Frozen's not Pixar, right? Um, like Toy Story ones. is where it started off. Like Planes is not Pixar, but you would think it is because it seems like it's from the Cars universe. But Pixar has nothing to do with it. Wait, what's Planes? Um, planes was a terrible movie about planes. From was it like Cars? Like Cars. Yeah, I didn't watch Cars. You know I the, won't ever show my kid Cars. You know who the main it? voice was? No. Uh, Dane Cook. Really? Yeah, at the peak of Dane Cook. Yeah, well. In planes or cars? Planes. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know what it's about. Um. Yeah, I think there's some of those kind of movies that people confuse as Disney or as Pixar. I read the whole, on Wikipedia, I read the whole history of Pixar the other day. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. It was actually, like, they formed in, like, 1979. How's that possible? That's what they did. It was basically, they 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 were part of Lucasfilm for a while. What, and Steve Jobs and, and Steven Spielberg and... Steve Jobs and George Lucas were business partners at one point in, in Pixar. Did you know that? And then, basically, what ended up happening was, was that... Steve Jobs started throwing more and more money into Pixar and eventually became its majority shareholder. Mm. And then he was able to unilaterally make decisions and um, reduce the company size and then ended up uh, waiting a few years um, after that um, in the early 90s until 94 or 5 when uh, they started working on uh, Toy Story. And Toy Story was the first full feature-length film completely done on a computer. Right. Render Man was um, one of the first 
made in um, like, but it wasn't full feature, but it was called Render Man. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> I did not know that. It's a thing. I think I'm confusing Pixar with DreamWorks. DreamWorks was Spielberg. I thought Jobs was involved in that too. Anyways, and then they sold it. Maybe. That's your next one. You can report back on that next week. DreamWorks, episode 45. What's your, um, was it the 16th? 17th. Oh, you're, you are going on. Oh, March 16th yeah. is the due date, yeah. Right, okay. I right. thought you were talking about the opening party. Nope. Are you going to that? It's not the 17th. Of April. Okay. That's No, that's not what I was talking about. Oh. Um. Yeah, so you'll just have so we you, you got to get in here next week to record, yeah, and then late the following week, and then live stream the birth on uh, on Instagram. Yeah, do that. I'm sure that's allowed. <laughs> <laughs> they actually said no video. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they well, well, yeah, they they always tell you to have your phone ready. Yeah, grab your phone. Make sure you're ready. That's why I'm like really scared right now because like I don't want to be in the OR this time. Bring in a ring light. <laughs> That'd be really hilarious, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, I don't want to be in the OR, so my mother-in-law is going to go in there, but I'm worried that she's not going to be able to take the picture, so I'm actually getting a photographer to go in there as well. The photographer can't go in the OR. Yeah, they can. I cleared it. How would you do that? It's part of policy. But damn, you don't want those pictures of it coming out. I don't want those pictures coming out. You're absolutely correct. But I will have the baby after it comes out. By a professional photographer. So you're not, not going to sit even in the back of the OR and have them hand you the baby? I did that the last time, and I almost passed out, and then I had to leave the room, and as I was leaving the room, that's when I saw all the icky. All right. You okay. can explain to your kids when they grow up how one of them how I liked, in the room. And how I liked one better than the other. There you go. What's your favorite child? <laughs> we never really talked about that. Let's put it on record, Eric. Everybody's got a favorite, right? I don't have a favorite right now. Will you eventually have a favorite? Yeah, whichever one... Can support me when I'm older. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, whichever one doesn't piss me off as, as much. Nope. Okay. So we're going to do that Asian thing where we go and live with one of our kids. I love it. So my money's on Quinn right now. Can I ask you a personal question? Okay. Does it ever, like, feel weird having children that look more Asian than Caucasian? No. Like you're the, theoretically like the third child will probably end up looking like his siblings. Mm-hmm. Or her siblings? Their? Their siblings. We don't know yet. We don't know what? The gender of the baby. Oh, it's a boy. We yeah, that. that's what I thought. Okay, so I was right. Um, his siblings will look like him, but like you're kind of like odd man out. Odd man out. Does that ever feel weird? Not really. Not really. It's not an offensive no. question, right? No. They, I mean, they have... Bo's got a big head. Yeah. Quinn's got... I don't know. Not really. Yeah. I feel like Mateo looks just like me, so I just I feel like... I don't know that, like... It's, it's. They could look, like, barely Asian at all when they grow up. Like yeah, I some, see what you mean. Like, one of the kids could end up looking, like, very Asian. One of them may not look very Asian. Uh-huh. We don't know. It's possible. 
Yeah. I don't care either way. Yeah, I, you shouldn't. I'm just saying that I, it, yeah. I don't know if that... We never really, I never really asked you that. I mean, it'd be cool to have, you know, a kid that has blue eyes like me, but... Yeah. I, mean, that's, I guess that's, that's... That's really just for, like, because of the odds of that happening, that it would be cool, not because I want it to, to be like do me. Do you consider yourself having brown hair? Yeah. But your beard is... My beard is red. That's totally normal. I am not a ginger. I know that. I'm just asking if, like, that would be a, a quality that one of them could end up having. I, I mean, Bo had a ton of light hair. He's he's kind of lost a lot of it, but he had a lot of light hairs in his... I had blonde hair when I was, for when I first got hair. I think like 90% of babies do, yeah. white babies. Yeah. Everybody's blonde. Yeah. Which kind of makes it cool that they're not. Right. Have you decided on a name? No. It's tough, isn't it? Yeah. We just don't. I mean, I'm not even thinking about it right now. Really? Yeah. It's coming up soon. I know. You haven't thought about it at all? I mean, I still got, I still got like two full months. I know, but like. We've, we've like thought about like, it. We've had like one conversation about it. Yeah. We've had a few. Mm-hmm. Can't really figure it out. I feel like we already went through the list. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough always, I guess. Yeah. Unless you're one of those weirdos that can pick out a baby name before you see the baby. You think that's weird? I think it's super weird. Yeah. I want to see the baby, no doubt. I don't know. I've, I have friends that, like, picked the... I have a friend that's pregnant now. They're not even finding out the gender. They're like, surprise me. Okay. And, okay. The only way that that would have anything to do with what we're talking about is if they're not finding out the gender and they already picked the name. <laughs> well, we're talking about na- like being surprised about something or I know, not but knowing that's a, something. That's a, that's a normal thing to be surprised about. I don't know what. So then they're, they'll probably just have a short list of boy and girl names, right? I suppose. Or they may just talk about it in the hospital. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. What would you do? What do you mean? What I'm doing right now? What? You mean if I didn't know the sex? Yeah. The same thing I'm doing, just on two lists or three lists. So when so will you actually just like start talking about it in the hospital seriously or? I mean, with Bo, we didn't decide until the morning after he was born. Mm-hmm. With Quinn, I knew when I was holding her. Like right after the surgery. Mm-hmm. Mateo didn't have a name for two days. Yeah. Two and a half days. Did they tell June that she was going to... So this is one weird thing. Melissa's delivering on a Monday, mm-hmm. and she's not going to get out till fri- potentially Friday. What? Isn't that weird? We're we're delivering on a Monday. What? Do they tell you how many days you're going to be there? They're like, you could go home on Thursday, but you may be here till Friday. No, if we're... God. If we're going in on Monday... And morning, and this happening, we better be out of there on Wednesday. You're not going to be out of there on Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, June has bounced back from the other one really quickly. Doesn't matter. They're not going to let you go. They do. No. They will. Ours... I put money on it right now. I'll put money on it right now that you won't be out until Thursday. I guarantee you I will not be out until Thursday. Night. It's a three-day minimum on a C-section. Yeah, one, two, three. No, they don't count that day. It, it doesn't work like that. Last time, they are like, we might be able to get, out of here, get you out of here early. I don't know. Unless June gets like super fire eyes and is like, do what I want. And like, then they like oblige or something. 
I think it's more so with multiple, like if you've been through it before, where they they know that you know what you need to recover. I don't know. I, I, I think we could get out of there on Wednesday. I'd be impressed. Okay. Seriously impressed. I just don't want... <clears throat> it's our third kid. I don't think anybody's going to come to visit us. <laughs> it's, just, it's so... I'll visit you guys and send some Krispy Kremes. It's such a long time to be just stuck in a room. Yeah. But you got to figure... So, like, you'll probably deliver at, like, 9.30 on a Monday, right? Mm-hmm. Like, early in the morning. And you're going to end up going through the surgery. So, that'll take an hour, 10.30. You spend two hours in recovery. That's 12.30. Then you f- might get transferred, you know, by one or two to an actual, like, room, right? And if there's a lot of babies born that day, then... You know, you might have a shared room for a little bit, and then a, uh, you might get transferred to, like, a single room, uh, you know, after that. I mean, by 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon, like, that's when you're actually, like, settled. Do you really want to be going home 48 hours later? Yeah. Really? Yep. Even from the perspective of, like, having the nurses there just to, like, take the baby for a little bit. Mm-hmm. How often did that happen? The first two. Oh God, we <laughs> we were like, yeah. If it if it doesn't have to be here, yeah, that's how take, we were. You can take it right. <laughs> so um, like that extra day, I'm kind of hoping that it comes. Uh, like we are there till Friday, because that gives like just an extra night of sleep and rest and relaxation. Sleeping in the hospital is not relaxing. I'm not sleeping in the hospital. Well, then you don't love your wife as much as I do. You're, well, I, maybe my <laughs> wife just wants me to be well-rested. Is it um, weird that I'm sleeping at home those nights? I think it is, yeah. I'm sleeping from, like, so I'll leave at, like, 11, and I'll come back at, like, 6 or 7 the next morning. Yeah. That's how we decided. So that way, like, I can actually take care of her, and I'm not miserable, and she's not miserable. Yeah. It's like just one of us is miserable. Like, she's just going to be miserable. Mm. I don't know. Do you sleep all the way through the night? I try. On an uncomfortable couch in the hospital? Yeah. How far is the hospital from your house? Now it's... Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, you moved. 25 minutes. Yeah, that's not, not, not great. I'm like 12 minutes from the hospital, so it's like I can be up there like... Yeah, before it was quick. Yeah. Um, well, what I'll, else is going on? I'll, I'll, I'll visit um, you guys. I sent you a text. Everything's good in Nashville with your family. Oh, shnikes. Hold on one second. Did I miss a call? No, I didn't miss a call. Okay. Sorry. I thought I missed a call. I have a call in a half hour. Okay. Um, what was your question? I'm sorry. Nashville. <clears throat> my parents are okay. Mm-hmm. My sister's okay. My my sister's boyfriend, his house got split in half by a tree. Jesus. Half my dad's coworkers didn't come into work the next day because they all had, you know, electrical issues or, um, you know, whatever. So it was just an absolute craziness. Um, I thought what was really interesting was that, um, and my mom and I were talking about this because she works in hotels, and with all the virus stuff that's going on lately, 
hotels in general have been losing a lot of business. And so um, what was interesting in that particular situation is that Nashville has kind of a natural disaster happen and FEMA has to come in. And a lot of those losses were not necessarily losses because FEMA came in and had to stay in hotels and use hotel facilities and that kind of stuff. And so um, there wasn't as much loss Mm -hmm. as there could have been. But it is interesting, like the Arnold Classic, for instance, is Ohio one of Ohio's biggest events, and um, they're only doing participants and coaches and and athletes, and no, there's no spectators. Oh, the, yeah, the Arnold. Yeah. So um, that's that that's been interesting to kind of follow those kind of bigger events, how they're not happening anymore. Mm-hmm. Actually, the um, our friends um, Isaac and Jay with the Bucket List Club, they were going to go to Thailand. And now they're unable to go because all the big events are being canceled that they would normally take people to. Right. Um, like the full moon party or something like that. And, you know, whatever. What are you, what are you going to do here? Are you going to go to the store? Are you going to do some prepping for this thing? Coronavirus? Well, I've just been washing my hands. Mm-hmm. I've been acting as if it's like the flu. And realizing that I'm probably going to get it at some point in my life. And, you know, it's not like, I mean, there's already a big spread of it. And it can spread now between humans and animals. So, like, if you pet your dog and your do- and you're sick and your dog goes up to somebody else and you pet that same dog, you can get infected. Mm-hmm. So this is not something that's avoidable, in my mind at least. So I've just accepted it and just washing your hands as much as possible. You know, try not, like we were at the aquarium today. It was like just hand wipes, hand wipes, you know, foaming hand sanitizer stuff. And what else are you going to do? You know, I'm not going to sit around wearing a mask. So if we get whatever thousands of cases here in Cleveland, all of a sudden you're, you're not going to, you know, quarantine yourself and the family in the the house for a couple of weeks. A newborn, I would probably, um, well, it would take more than, we don't go out much to begin with. Yeah. But the newborn, I would certainly keep in the house for a month, month and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, no visitors, no anything. I just think that's safe around the, the newborn. Um, and as long as you're coming in and when you go out, you're, you know, washing your hands and, you know, that kind of stuff. We have our, you know, thermometers. So we've been, you know, any aches and pains or cough or sneezing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been taking our temp- temperatures <laughs> and making sure that we're not, you know, any sort of elevated temperature, the the real effect where the where it gets more dangerous than the flu is for older people. So seventy and over is like a fourteen percent death rate, mm. and over the age of eighty, I think it's even higher, like a twenty four percent or twenty five percent or something. And I could be completely wrong here, but um, I'm pretty sure that that's what the studies of the seventy thousand people in China were. Now the only question is, like, obviously, I don't know anything about Wuhan, China. But is is that area as sophisticated in their healthcare system as we are here? Like, if I went to Hillcrest and was like, "Hey, you know, I don't feel well," you know, are they able to to you know test me, you know, cure me, that kind of stuff? From from what and I'm treat hearing, me easier is that they in America they're not going to test you unless you've been in contact with someone who has already been. Tested and has it, or out or of the country, traveled, yeah, yourself, right? 
Um, which that's, I don't know. The whole thing, like, uh, you know, I had been thinking, like, we're, you know, I'm kind of isolated now and then out in North Ridgeville, even farther. I'm like, oh, it's nothing really to worry about. I can, you know, I'll just, well, whatever. It's just thinking it's not going to affect me. And I texted my buddy who's in South Korea, just outside Seoul, mm-hmm. to see how they're doing. And I told him that, and he's like, yeah, that's what we were thinking, too. And, you know, it went from one week in our area, there was 20 cases, to, you know, a few days later, there was 5,000 cases. Mm-hmm. To them now, you know, the his kid's school's shut down. His wife's a teacher. Her school's shut down. They don't leave the house. And he's only leaving when he needs to, and he has, um, like, an, uh, a test prep cl- a school. So he's been doing only online classes. His school's shut down. He said the the whole city and outlying areas are all completely shut down. And this is a place that it seems like is handling it really well because they're just testing everybody that needs a test or that that is concerned. Um, And they have great hospitals and stuff. That's what worries me is that a place like that had such an influx Mm -hmm. and they're handling it well. And it doesn't seem like we're doing that much. I don't know. Well, I did see a CNN video that, um, like, this person was in China, and the way that they're dealing with, you know, they were dealing with it at the time a couple weeks ago was that, um, you know, everybody had to get, like, food delivery, right? And what was interesting about that was that the food delivery person would come up with their bike and their motorized bike, and they would pull out the food, and they would set it on their bike, and they would walk away, and then you come over to their bike, you pick up your food, and you take it inside, and the person gets on their bike and rides off to the next delivery. Mm. And when you get your food, there's a little tag on it, and it has the temperature of the person that prepared your food. It has the temperature of the person that um, packaged your food, and then there's the temperature of the person that uh, delivered your food. Yeah. And I thought that was, like, super interesting you know, like there's clearly, you know, these bustling cities in China that are, you know, huge metropolitan cities. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, it's not like you're dealing with like a third world area, you know, or a developing country. Um, this is like, you know, real sophisticated stuff. And there's still the massive spread. So mm-hmm. that's why I said, like, I feel like everybody's just going to end up with it. Yeah. And it's how you manage the symptoms. I just, I don't, I don't know that I want to go around thinking like, oh, I'm going to get it at some point. Because, well, do you feel like that way about flu? Not really. Okay, so then, however you feel about flu is probably how you should probably feel about this. Yeah. Like if you're around sick people, I mean, if because if if I just reduce the fact that I'm going to get it at some point, well, then what I'm going to do with my kids? I don't, no, I don't want them to get it. There hasn't been one child that's died so far. Really? To my knowledge, I, I have not read one story about a child dying. Okay. Anyways, it's just, um, I don't know. It seems like a lot. You got a book? Um, I have a funny story for you after we st- start recording, stop recording. Um, wait, I was just going to look something up. Oh. Look up your book. Yeah, no, I have that. My phone's going to die. Good. You can pay attention to the people around you. 
Um, so uh, book this week um, is going to be um, a good one. Um, my phone died, so I can't really um, give you the um, exact pricing on it or anything like that. Um, but it's a uh, hardback copy of uh, the Dino book, and uh, it's a collection of books um, wait, going wait, through wait. the. Did oh, you sorry. just start it? Yeah. Books. Man, guy running the board is really slow today. You just started talking. Um, so the book today is going to be a collection of books um, on dinosaurs. Uh, Mateo has grown very fond of dinosaurs lately, um, even though I can't pronounce any of the names of the dinosaurs, which makes me feel incredibly stupid, um, other than the basic ones like Stegosaurus and Tyrannosaurus Rex and uh, Brachiosaurus. Um, all the other ones I can't pronounce. Um, but the uh, the big book of dinosaurs, um, you can get that on Amazon. Um, I believe it's uh, like uh, $14 or something like that. And um, that's the book suggestion for this week. Cool. Any final thoughts? No. That's it for you today? That's it. Okay, well, we'll catch up next week um, and uh, talk a little bit more. Um, about some specifics of the upcoming deliveries of my child, and I'm sure that you'll weigh in on some of the things for no, you st- as well. No, I'll stay quiet. Oh, okay. Um, I won't ask you any questions, certainly. Good. Um, and uh, I think that's... I don't have any final thoughts either today. Uh, wash your hands. Stay safe. Yeah, stay safe out there. And um, don't yeah. be around sick people, and don't travel. <coughs> and I forgot to say this at the top of the show also. Post some stories and tag us, and we'll repost them. At New Dad, New Dad. At New Dad, New Dad. I'm at the Bearded DJ. I think that's pretty much it. So okay, uh, as you, as they usually say on this podcast, uh, at some point, um, be a dad. Be a real dad. Read a book to your kids. Bye. Bye.